We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack, and if I turn this light on, I can see it's Chris. <laughs> ah, but if you don't turn the light on, I can see it's you. Because I had my eyes polished while I was in a prison. And now they look like eyes, but the black bits of pupils are shiny. I have to wear goggles. Blacked out swimming goggles. So I can see in the day. But at night, I become this fearsome predator. Because I'm from a race of elite warriors. And in the future, you'll find out there's a prophecy about me. You mean in, in your sequel? In the sequel. But then after that, I go to another sequel, and the prophecy won't matter no more. No, because they realised that the middle it, film with the prophecy and stuff was a bad idea. Yes. So they went back to the thing that made it good. Yes. Chris, I think we're taking an, uh, you know, a very subtle dig at the Riddick trilogy. I mean, you are. You're digging at the second film. I think it's. I think I like all of them. The second film's crap, but luckily we're talking about the first film, Pitch Black from 2000. It's a what very a naughty's film. Isn't yes. It? <laughs> Oh, God. Is it more noughties or 90s? Because it would have been in production in the 90s. When I was watching the CGZNs, I don't remember it being this bad. But then, I was only like last year or the year before I watched it. I don't remember the aliens being this, like, crappy looking. Yeah, because it's very early CG. Well, it's sort of early CG. Yeah. It's not brilliant. Um, but there are a few moments, like, when um the the bioraptors are silhouetted in in and like you see them in black and you can't really distinguish the finer details so those bits are pretty good riddick's vision how he sees that's bad i hate all the filters they just used all the filters yeah they didn't they just stuck a load of filters on it bright filter blue filter static filter although random filters that have no reference to how characters see but they just wanted to invert the colors for some reason wonky filters i suppose they're to match confusion and stuff like that but yeah it's just that they found all the editing software and went let's use it all there's also a fish eye shot in this that radical skaters use oh yeah i vaguely remember that what about the vision of the aliens though how they hated see? it it's bad <laughs> it is yeah i mean riddick's was you know you can sort of see things i don't know what theirs was it was like it was meant to be echolocation paste. yeah but that wasn't echolocation. No. That was like grey paste had been smeared over it. And Riddick stays very still, doesn't he? They can't see him. Yeah. Like a T-Rex. No, actually, he doesn't stay still. He matches their movement. He finds a biper. Let's just... <laughs> We're going way too ahead. Right, okay. So Pitch Black, directed by David Toyo, is essentially about a, a ship that crash lands on this desert planet. And there are 11 survivors that have to try and make it off. But they find out too late to their cost that when the planet is eclipsed in darkness, this terrible horde of giant flesh-eating monsters come out and they want to eat them. So it's a fight for survival. And uh, yeah, Riddick is in this, who isn't necessarily the main character in this, but he sort of spins off into his own films. Uh, He's the most popular character from it, wasn't he? Yeah, We've already randomly splurged a lot of thoughts about this. Um, so wh- where do you want to start, Chris? Do you want to talk about Riddick? Do you want to talk about the Bioraptors? Do you want to talk about Fry? What the aliens are called? Yes. Bioraptors. I've never known that. Where did you even get that? The internet. Because they're not mentioned specifically. Exactly. So the internet lies. It's canonical, but they're not mentioned in the film. I mean, you're not going to run around and go, oh, I wonder what this thing is that's eating me. You're, just, you're not going to care. Okay, if you, if you say so. Well, are you going to name a monster <laughs> that's trying to chase you? I mean, if you do name it, no one's going to know that you named it because it's going to eat you. I'm going to name it my dinner <laughs> for that night. 
because I killed it and ate it. That's what I do in Monsters. Would you be able to kill a Bioraptor? Well, Riddick does, so why can't I? Are you Riddick? I can see in the dark. I ate my carrots. You can... <laughs> That's an urban myth. You know that, don't you? No. <laughs> Let's get into the the story a little bit. So Fry is the co-pilot or something on this ship. And uh, there's a meteor shower or something like that that destroys part of the ship and makes it difficult and tricky to fly. All the crew are woken up from suspended animation and Fry tries to help the captain right the ship. But it doesn't work. She has to eject a load of um, sections from the, the ship to try and get it to right and she kills a lot of the passengers and she justifies it I'm, i don't want to die for these people this is just a job i don't, I don't want to what a bitch well it's, it's survival instinct what would you do chris it's gonna look bad on her company <laughs> that's what it is you put the company first what if it's a really bad company oh you know what well, so you're, you're gonna kill a load of innocent people just to save your own skin well she's sacrificing a few to try and save some more people and yeah, herself. she kills more than what she saves well they all would have died if she hadn't have tried to I think what she does helps correct the ship's course. And let destiny take its way. So place. you'd you'd accept death? I have an escape pod. You don't, though. That's what you think. <laughs> you don't. It's not in the film. You don't have that option. Fine, okay. Then we inject all of them. Every single one of them. <laughs> okay, Fry tries to do that, but she's talked down. She manages to land the ship uh, without ejecting all of the separate sections so she does manage to save 11-ish people you would have ejected everything including me <laughs> everything would have been gone <laughs> okay you do understand we call the we could survive that not we could die in the greatest fiery fireball on well, a desert planet i did it and i'm here aren't i no more needed to be said continue yeah no <laughs> <laughs> Yes, look frustrated. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, Fry manages to help right the ship without murdering everyone. Or, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, they they manage to regroup and sort of assess the situation. Uh, On board the ship, Chris, are a number of interesting characters. So there's Fry, who's designated the captain or the sort of leader of this little group. There's Riddick whose full name is Richard B. Riddick, who's a escaped convict, and he's being hunted down by Johns, who is a bounty hunter with a drug problem, which is, you know... Healthy. Yeah. For the bounty hunter lifestyle. I mean, he's caught Riddick at this point. He's not hunting him anymore, is he? He's escorting him now to wherever. Yeah, to get some money. To get Yeah, to get yeah. some Wonga. Some sweet cash. Yeah. So he can buy more drugs, drugs yeah. to inject straight into his eye. Oh. There's an imam with three young Muslim um, students that are on a holy pilgrimage. There's Paris, an antiques dealer, who hides a bunch of booze in a Egyptian sarcophagus. Of course. Where's the mummy gone that was in that? Doesn't matter, you got to get through <laughs> customs. Ah, oh, true. That's the best way to hide it in a very obvious ancient... It's so thick the scanners can't get through it and they won't open it because they're going to disrespect their body in there. Ah, uh, probably. You've smuggled before, haven't you? <laughs> We speak of this no more. <laughs> okay. There's a stowaway called Jack who's on the ship. And there's also a couple of other settlers, Zeke and his partner, Sharon. Um, everyone's a bit wary of Riddick because John's is going, Hey, man, this mysterious guy, he's real deadly. Nobody talk to him because he's going to kill you. Would you stay away from Riddick? If well, Let's put you into this situation, okay. Chris. You're, you're the 12th or technically the 13th survivor. Yep. Um, how do you... 
initially see the situation you've crash landed on a on a planet it's real hot it is real hot three suns so we're all dead we're (laughs) all gonna die i didn't bring my factor 10 okay that's very important three suns you probably need to triple that though yeah um sit in the shade and wait for somebody to work it out (laughs) you know there's a bounty hunter here he must have been in sticky situations before Okay, everyone looks at you and goes, hey, Chris, yeah. what do we do okay. in order to make this podcast interesting <laughs> and not you just sitting in the shade drinking with Paris, okay? Okay, first I'd check the radio equipment. Okay, a distress call, that's smart. That's a lot better than getting pissed. And then I'll say, is this a known planet? Do we know what planet we're on? Somebody's like, oh, yeah, this is blah, blah, blah. Good, that means people must have been here. It's got a number. It's not got a name, though. It's so got it's, a number, though. It's, um, it's been discovered, but it hasn't really settled on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'll say, do we know if there's any settlements nearby? Which, there is. <laughs> there is, yeah. So would you send out some scouting parties to have a look-see? Yeah, specifically the drunk guy. Okay. <laughs> the one person that is ill-prepared to do that. Yeah, because I mean, they left do, his booze. I mean, someone would probably correct you and, and send everyone else out with you. Uh, what would you do about the Riddick situation? Because you've got John's... He seems like an upstanding kind of guy, bounty hunter. <laughs> you don't know he's a drug addict at this point, but um, I mean, you'd you'd have to believe him, wouldn't you, that this Riddick well, yeah. guy is dangerous? At this point, Riddick's running around, isn't he? They he's have not... him chained up for a bit, and then he dislocates his shoulders to get out of yeah, where they're chained for them, doesn't him up. he? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good scene. I'll tell you, while he's chained up at the moment, let's just have somebody just sit and watch him. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's not getting out of these chains. I don't know. I, I, how am I going to know he's going to dislocate both his shoulders? <laughs> he did that himself. He do, with, uh, with pure strength, he just snaps no, his shoulders Vin, Vin out. No, Vin Diesel did, what do you mean? did that stuff oh. by himself. I mean, he didn't do all of it, but the I think the initial pops were him and there was some special effects stuff helping him get his hands over. But he did that. He actually dislocated his shoulders? Yeah. Fucking nutter. <laughs> Although he did have a, I was reading on IMDb, he did have a claustrophobic attack when he was in the um, pod. It's funny though, isn't it? When you, well, not funny, it's just peculiar Vin Diesel, especially it's Rick. Peculiar, the character of Riddick. <laughs> big, strong guy, you know, not scared of nothing. And, but, you know, you, you know maybe because he is big, he's got less room in those pods to sort of wiggle about, so that might be He'd not have a problem fact. with popping both his shoulders out. It's that's fine. fine. All the pain and stuff, that's, that doesn't bother him. We well, might be double jointed. I'm not sure. It might be in. I'm double jointed. I can't do that. Well, let's try. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a go. I'll record the pops. But um, yeah, when Riddick does escape, what would your? How would that change your survival instinct? You're well, being told that he's a killer. Yeah, but is he a killer? Can I trust this Jones guy? I mean, he's got a, he's got like a badge on his um his waistcoat thing, hasn't he? So I suppose we can trust him. I mean, the badge. He's got a badge. The badge would never lie. I'll be like, well, Jones, you caught him once. You're going to have to catch him again, aren't you? The scouting party's gone out. We're only ones here. I like this film more than the other ones because it does show Riddick as, well, for for like the beginning bit, as being fallible. He's not just an unstoppable killing machine because Johns does take him down on a number of occasions. It's Johns that recaptures him, beats him up with a stick and stuff. So he's yeah it shows that they're on more or less a, a level playing field but um john's does recapture riddick and they come up with a deal in light of uh, a, a few situations that go down one they find a geological surveying lab place that was set up by some colonists so it's been abandoned now for mysterious reasons Ooh. and um one of the uh survivors uh zeke in a panic he shoots someone the, the 
twelfth survivor that looks a little bit like Riddick. He wasn't with the main group, and he manages to find them. And he goes, "Hey, help me! I'm so glad somebody else survived." And he panics and thinks it's Riddick and shoots him in the back. And um, I think he goes to bury his body and some of the other deceased people from the crash. And uh, he sees a burrow. He goes in, has a look, and he's taken by one of the bio-raptors and eaten. Good. Riddick gets the blame for it, but he convinces them, hey, I didn't do this. Maybe we should work together. And John's he knows that manpower is essential in trying to get off of this rock. So he goes, hey, Riddick, maybe, maybe we'd be teaming. And then, you know... <laughs> and then afterwards, I'll re-arrest you. No, he does say... Uh, I'm, I'm, he plays it off. That, those are his intentions. He just want to re-arrest Riddick. But he plays it off to Riddick as... I'm sick of chasing you. You help me and all these people get off this rock. And then I'll just let you go and we'll say no more about it. But... John's, he can't be completely trusted. He needs some sweet drug money, so... He does. Yeah. And Riddick's not a trusting person. No. And John's tells Fry about this plan. He goes, hey, I've convinced Riddick to help us, but you need to know something, that we can't trust him, because uh, the the current plan is to refuel a ship that they managed to find. Only John's knows that Riddick can fly a ship. So if they leave Riddick alone with the batteries to power the ship and the ship unguarded he'll just take the ship and leave them all there to die so john's is suggesting that they leave it until the last moment to fuel up the ship before they get off just to make sure that riddick doesn't take all the fuel cells and bugger off and leave them all there to die which he would do and i'm guessing you would as well or would you would you want to try and help the collective group or at least save the wine i can fly this ship well on my own can i like completely on my own probably not then yes <laughs> you'd end up crashing it and i'd be like paris you and me buddy <laughs> would you drag the sarcophagus because that's the only real form of liquid until they find the water pump yeah but then it's just alcohol isn't it so i mean it's just going to dehydrate you further and it also dulls your senses as well that's true so it's not the best and i've uh, already finished the wine <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, so you don't you don't really want to dull your senses, especially when you know that there's something even worse than Riddick running around this planet. Do we know this yet? Well, there's there's suspicion, isn't yeah, there? And Riddick just does say, "Hey, it's not me that you got to worry about." There's these things. So the Bioraptors. We get a, a look at the baby ones when one of the Imam's kids gets lost in the sort of geology area, and he gets swarmed by a bunch of them. They're basically. Like a cross between a hammerhead shark and a bat with arms and stuff. They've got a pretty good design. They look a bit CG though, don't they? I know, they? yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so the, bad. the animation's not dated well, but the overall design of them, they're still a pretty creepy looking thing. Oh, yeah. Would you say, I mean, this film is heavily influenced by aliens and yeah. alien and, and, and those sort of things. How do they stand as a design-wise against each other? I mean, the Xenomorph has popped up more times. Yeah, I think the Xenomorph probably has got the uh, advantage, though. I mean, these things can only come out at night. Oh, you're fighting them. I was just talking about aesthetically. Oh, Which right, one yeah. Did you the like Xenomorphs. the look of more? The Xenomorph looks more, more terrifying. I mean, you know, Xenomorph's got the little mouth inside the bigger mouth. They've got a sleek <laughs> black head and stuff like that. I was scared of a big mouth. But now there's a tiny exactly. mouth. Exactly. They've got the claws. They've got the, the tail, the you know, the slicey tail and all that stuff. Yeah. They're a lot more threatening. And they're a lot more... I mean, they get in the air vents and shit. They go around. You don't know where they are. These things, you know where they are because they're big. Yeah, but what about the little ones? 
I mean, you can fight a big thing, but you can't really fight a swarm. It's very hard to fight a swarm of anything, in fact, isn't it? Yeah, okay. All right, I'll, all right, I'll give you that one. But a xenomorph <laughs> will be able to take them out. Yeah, I was going to say, if it, if this was a fight between a fully grown bioraptor and a fully grown xenomorph, I think the xenomorph would have the edge. Acid blood. Exactly. That's a killer, isn't it? But I think a swarm of them, of the baby ones... Would rip a xenomorph apart, yeah. acid blood go everywhere. But the xenomorph would die, and depending on how big the group was. Yeah, but it would take my them out with them. Facehuggers versus baby ones. I think the baby ones would. Yeah, the facehuggers would have nothing to latch onto. Yeah, because they've got a weird, like, beak face, haven't they? They need human faces, don't they? Yeah, well, that's what they're designed for, isn't yeah. it? I'm glad that we solved that. Good. <laughs> That verses that nobody asked us for. <laughs> but um well I asked you for it, but yeah. The baby ones they rip apart one of the kids and uh just leave his bones and stuff. And it's at this point that the team is really convinced that there's something bad going on here. They soon discover that the whole mining crew was killed off by these creatures and that every twenty two years, which just so happens to be the day that they crash landed on the uh on the planet there's an eclipse that blocks out the sun and these creatures come out from under the ground and they feed on uh, all the life forms on the planet. Unfortunately, though, the planet is already dead because this cycle has probably been happening for ages and ages. So every native creature to the uh, the land has been eaten by the bioraptors. So the only species left on the planet are the bioraptors and these... 10 or so people that crash landed on it and uh yeah they're looking pretty tasty i mean do you think if you know we hadn't had a party crash land or if once they were all eaten anyway will the bioraptors just die out i'd imagine so yeah because they do turn to cannibalism and there's only so long that they can eat their own (laughs) yeah before there's only a few left they're really a victim of their own success as being alpha predators on this planet they've stripped everything down and now the only thing left is them. And if they just keep eating themselves, they're going to go extinct pr- pretty quickly. And I don't think 11 people is going to be enough to try <laughs> to sort of like sustain them. So I think the bioraptors being a victim of their own success will eventually die off. Oh, good. So Riddick can go back to his planet then. Yeah, in like a point. few years when they've all eaten yeah. themselves. Good, good. But um, yeah, th- this is not a planet that you'd want to revisit though. Three suns? Oh, people go to Tatooine a lot, and that's got two sons. But they don't look as hot and sweaty as that they do in this true, film. That is true, yeah. yeah. Apparently the desert that they were filming on wasn't that hot, but the magic of movies... They, they misted them. They misted them and made them look real sweaty, and uh, yeah, the the sun filters, the the blue one and the bright white one that sort of added to the, the effect, but this okay. is not a planet I would want to go on a vacation no. to. What planet do you want to go to? Because I know what one I want to go to, the one from Avatar. It's a sweet-looking planet. Yeah, filled with giant monsters and dragons and blue people. Yeah, but we've been over this. I eat monsters. Do you? Yeah, you can't prove I don't. (laughs) Do you consider a chicken a monster? They're vicious little buggers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we can chase by a chicken. No, my dog has. He likes it. (laughs) He likes it. (laughs) He likes to play with the chicken. Right, we've gone off topic. (laughs) For goodness sake. Right, so the team decide that they're going to get a wiggle on and try and get off the planet before it gets dark. Unfortunately, because Johns has wasted most of their time getting the team to try and chase Riddick and trying to convince Fry to, you know, sort of 
delay on getting the the cells there the eclipse happens and everyone's plunged into darkness what a dick <laughs> and the bioraptors come out and start picking people off and suddenly um, the convicted serial killer convict reddick who can who see in the, in the dark, dark is like yeah. oh I guess I'm the one who's going to have to save your redemption story. No, not really. No, because he goes back to his old ways. Yeah, it's not really a redemption story for him, more for uh, Fry, I think. In the Do end. you reckon? But we'll, we'll get on to that. The little baby bioraptors come out first. Shannon and Riddick are forced to flee. All the others are sort of in a bunker, which they're pretty secure in. They get to the floor so the bioraptors can't get them, but Sharon panics and gets up and tries to run to the bunker, and then she's picked up and swarmed by the creatures. Whereas Riddick, with his natural survival instincts, just turns over and lays on his back, doesn't he? Yeah, he lays very him. still so yeah. that they can't see him, and when Sharon moves, they're... They're just attracted to her, yeah. Yeah, so that's how Riddick survived. He keeps a cool head. Yeah, I think Riddick's been in a lot of situations like this where he's... um had to hide or remain very calm i mean he's a noted criminal uh the backstory he has in this is that he got his seeing in the dark eyes so he wouldn't be snuck up on in prison and things like that i mean it's redconned in the second one because the second one ruins everything i like in this one he's just a badass guy because there's a fun shot where they're all looking for riddick and he's just in the background <laughs> on a sun lounger just drinking i mean it's cheesy as hell but it adds personality and it's a fun <laughs> moment just yeah th- that second film is rubbish but um yeah sharon gets eaten they quickly find out when another one of the imams uh boys is killed that these endo these bioraptors endo raptors <laughs> yeah these bioraptors don't like bright lights it burns them they're, they're a bit like bats bats are sensitive to the sun right um i think it's because of their wings vampires. or something yeah it's because they're vampires of course yeah dracula and shit yep and because <laughs> they're adapted to living underground uh so they're very sensitive to the light so they come up with a, a cunning plan chris to construct a sledge and in the middle of this sledge is one of the power cells and they're going to drape uh, luminous lights over themselves and they'll be in this sort of circular light and they the endoraptors the bio <laughs> i did it again the bio raptors won't be able to get close because they'll get hurt yeah so good plan it is isn't it it is yeah a surprisingly good plan however the drawback of this there's not enough power in this battery yeah they can't find it, bright enough lights because the mining facility didn't have lights because they didn't need them because it was always sunny yeah on this planet so they've only got very dim sort of fluorescent tubes. I mean, they've got flashlights. John's has got a flashlight on his gun. He's also got a number of flares as well. There's a welding torch as well that they have. A lighter and the whiskey and all the yeah. burning liquids and stuff. So they're in a spot of bother, but the plan is fine, isn't it? It, it starts well. working. I mean, it keeps the uh, the raptors back a little bit. Not much, but enough for them to cut their way through, doesn't it? And then the lights start to die. Well, it goes bad when Paris panics a bit. The I think the bioraptors are attracted to the smell of blood. Jack's bleeding. It turns out Jack is the stowaway who's now cosplaying as Riddick for some reason. <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah. why. It's also turns out to be a girl, doesn't it? Yeah, so the bioraptors are attracted to her. Paris panics. He pulls the battery off of the sledge and that dims all of the lights he gets lost in the darkness and this is a really good shot of when he's lost in the dark he's now injured and he gets his lighter out and a bottle takes a drink blows on the fire so it lights up and he's just surrounded by all these 
bio-raptors and they all crawl back and the light goes down and he's munched but that is a really good shot terrifying just terrifying for him darkness is scary because you don't know what's in it and that one glimpse of just all of these giant monsters stalking him and the rest of the group is really effective so Mm. well done i think the best way for him to get out of this he'd have to um burn himself a little to try and survive this carefully set himself on fire top off wrap it around your hand soak it in you know the whiskey set that alight so you've now got a flaming torch yeah and run as fast as you can back towards the group by the time you get there the light's probably gone out your hand's going to be burnt to absolute crap you survived you've also put yourself in a dangerous situation one if you're able to do that quick enough just for argument's sake we'll say that he could possibly do that you've also taken out one of your hands so that's damaging your future survival strategy because you're down an arm also the smell of blood and burning flesh would probably attract the bio raptors as well infections as well you've got to watch out for shock all of this is is better (laughs) than just blowing out you know on the flames once seeing you surrounded me going oh crap i'm just gonna sit here and then they just kill you anyway i've I've gone from a hundred percent death rate 20 to 30 percent chance we're going to die now i'd say even less because you got shock and everything on board with that and you've got to understand riddick and johns these are two cutthroats yeah they won't help you they would let you go yeah that's why you gotta help yourself that's why you gotta do this set your arm on fire and yeah i mean i've just survived you survived that part but i don't think you'd be getting off the planet watch me (laughs) you just watch me good sir the surviving group keep on going but it is at this point that johns shows his true colors and suggests to riddick hey we gotta kill jack to draw them off and that way it'll give us a chance to try and get back to the ship and get it fueled up and get ready to go riddick takes a issue with this doesn't he for a known serial killer I, well i don't know whether he takes it personal i think it's more the fact jones is suggesting to kill a child and he's like you know in cold blood sort of thing i'm not sure it's that because riddick wants to leave jack in the end and it's fry that it just doesn't like him. jones yeah so i think what it is is riddick sees an opportunity to off johns and um is it johns or jones i keep jo- calling him johns, jones johns. i've been saying his name wrong the whole oh. show <laughs> i haven't noticed you will when you edit this <laughs> yeah riddick sees it as an opportunity to off johns and also use John's plans against him. So draw the bioraptors off with a bigger piece of meat, as he says. There's a brief fight. Knives are drawn. Riddick doesn't particularly overwhelm John's. It's a fairly even fight until Riddick slices John's back and uh, then the flare goes out. Riddick disappears into the darkness. Uh, you can see in the dark, so he can easily find his way back to Fry and the others. And then um, John's is gets his head bitten off by a particularly large bioraptor. So getting in a fight with Riddick. You don't. I mean, Riddick looks like, in this one, he looks like an imposing character anyway. And by the time the third film comes around, he's like... He's more or less present-day Vin Diesel, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, it's risky anyway, because at this point they know the blood attracts these bioraptors. If you get nicked or something, oh, you're screwed. Like a, a rogue punch, a broken nose, exactly. a nosebleed, anything. Something like this. Yeah. You know, your flare's going out. Now, you know Riddick can see in the dark. Once it's that flare's right. out, he's got a huge <laughs> advantage over you. It's just not worth it, is it? It really isn't. I mean, the best way to fight Riddick being in an arena that's got lights shining down because it'll blind Riddick and he hasn't got his goggles. I don't think Johns goes for the goggles to blind him, yeah, because Riddick is sensitive to the lights. He, he is, yeah. Yeah, so that, that would be a good... Um, 
way. But um, yeah, that's not doesn't a bad idea. John's have a shotgun. He doesn't. That does have a light on it. He does go to shoot Riddick, but Riddick's too quick for him, and that gun is taken out of play pretty quickly. But uh, you got work on your knife skills, then. I mean, you're, you're a feared bounty hunter. You're Boba Fett. <laughs> Right, you you got that. You got to have the 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 mad knife skills, as people say. To be fair, though, I think everyone in the pitch black universe is a bloody bounty hunter because that's fifty percent of the characters we see in all the trilogies. Yeah. Well, how do you think people make money? It's a horrible (laughs) universe. Everybody's just been massacred by aliens or some nutcase religious cult or. In the third one, there's more aliens. So, yeah, of course you need knife skills and you need bounty hunter skills and you need weapon skills and you need the fly and you need some wacky altercation <laughs> to your body so you know, you're not dead within two minutes of being born. And it helps if you apparently you're a Furion or a Fury or some shit. I fucking hate... We, oh, <laughs> I hate the second one so much. It's bad. Let it it's go. It's real bad. But, uh, no, we're left with... um. Riddick getting back to the group. The last of the Imam's disciples are killed off. Jack, Fry, and the Imam are pushed into a cave by Riddick, who goes, I'll I'll run to the... I'm quicker without you guys. I'll run to the ship, and I'll come back for you with more light. You can trust me. <laughs> Troll. I'm, I'm a criminal. So he runs off, does that. Fry, sensibly, does not trust him, fills up one of the bottles with these glowing worms that are whether the only bloody life forms that the bioraptors haven't eaten so they come in handy stuffs um, them into a uh, empty bottle of jack daniels runs off and convinces riddick hey man we're not leaving riddick's like come on you should leave with me it'll be fun i think (laughs) or whatever (laughs) i don't know how he sells it but um fry jumps on riddick and goes i'm the captain here bitch but uh riddick overpowers her puts a knife to her throat and goes are you gonna die for them are you willing to die for them? And we come full circle of Fry initially not wanting to die for these people. Yeah. Goes, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll die for them. It's a little out of nowhere because there aren't real any bonding moments she has with the imam. I mean, she has a little... She's protective over Jack. I don't think it's so much that she's bonded with him. It's the guilt of killing the passengers at the start of the film. And she's like, "Yeah, I, I need to do this sort of thing, you know. That's a good Which, observation. Yeah. And that's when Riddick's like, oh, fine. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that is sort of why I don't think he initially cared about the jibe of killing Jack. Or if he did, it's sort of muddled. I think they lost the plot or the motivation for that character eventually. Because I think in the second one, Jack grows up to be sort of still fangirling after Riddick. Well, but, she, uh, she goes to this prison to try and get her eyes done like him which doesn't work and yeah she becomes a bit of a psycho killer yeah she's a bit angry with Riddick's a bit a lot she, I think she tries to kill him but um, yeah. that sort of character moment doesn't work but uh, no she Fry convinces Riddick they go back Fry the Imam and Jack manage to get onto the ship Riddick is separated for some reason and he finds himself trapped between a bioraptor and another bioraptor. Oh, talk <laughs> about d- being between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, and he does manage to fend off the first one by sort of finding their blind spot mm. because he does a bit of um, anatomical research on one of the skeletons of these things and he realises that they've got a blind spot right in the mouth area. So if he stands right in front of them and just mimics their movement, he's, he's out of sight. But the problem is another one sneaks up behind him uh, just as the other one's about to turn away and he's about yeah. to be scot-free. 
Uh, Fry decides that she's going to go back for Riddick and try and help him. She does find him, but he's grievously wounded. We don't see the fight that ensued between him and these two bioraptors. He does manage to kill a bioraptor with uh, one of it, with a yeah. knife, doesn't he? But that is one-on-one. A Riddick's a fucking badass, that's why. Yeah, so Fry manages to sort of guide him over to the ship, but then there's a slow-mo sequence in the rain where we hear that one of them's been grabbed by a bioraptor. We're not quite sure who it is. But then Fry is ripped out from Riddick's arms and taken away into the darkness and uh, probably eaten. So, yeah, this I think the, the script got a rewrite and uh, Riddick was meant to die in this. But um, the director was like, oh, he's so mysterious. Oh, we can do more of him. Yeah, we can do a... Let s- him live. We can do a crap middle <laughs> film <laughs> of a trilogy. Poor Fry. She does die for them. And uh, Riddick, being a pilot, manages to get away. He does almost get them all killed because he turns off all the lights on the ship and uh lets all the bioraptors uh draw in but then he fries a load of them don't he yeah but that is a risky move it's ridic he knew what he was doing <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> that was bad ah oh, i'm so happy with that pun no <laughs> but that is a, if one of those bioraptors had clipped the wrong bit of the wing or broken in that's it they're they're done for i reckon riddick has survived on the night for the whole night no because he's covered in blood at this point so he's injured but he's in their blood i think it's his blood because no he's pretty injured when fry finds him so well riddick can heal no he's a furian (laughs) fuck furians they're the worst on the planet fury no that's bad but no yeah that's a risky threat would you have condoned that well I mean, Riddick's kind of scary. I wouldn't have been like, Riddick, don't do it, because hey. he would have looked at me. And I'd be like, hey, okay. Riddick, can we go? <laughs> do, do what you want, Riddick. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Riddick pulls the one-liner, say goodnight to these bastards, and then he flies off. But yeah, that's that's an unnecessary risk that he shouldn't have taken. But um, yeah, Riddick continues to be in a terrible sequel and then a sort of retread of this film uh, in just plain old Riddick. There is a fourth one in the works. I don't know how long it's been in the works, but it's called, I think the working title is Furia. Again, it's the same director working on it. I think he worked on all of them, but yeah, that second one is bad. Was it because the man's a ghost? I don't mind that. It's just the whole... Riddick was a chosen one from this prophecy to bring him down. Yeah, he's much more relatable just as a an an arsehole on the run who's kind of captivating and you just want to see him kick butt and he's doing it just purely so he can survive survive or continue being on the run and stuff like that I don't like that pre-destiny stuff and Judy Dench is a wind ghost what is happening also the two people that he spent the whole film trying to save in this are killed off in that film I don't, I don't understand. And then he's a king? What is happening? And then he gets ejected out by his kingdom. Yeah. That's why he crash lands on another planet. And then we get pitch black. Two. Two. Yeah. But instead of flying monsters, it's stingy, poisonous monsters. Yeah. And it's good. I like that one. That's, um, he develops a bond with a dog thing. Yeah. And he keeps injecting himself with venom to make himself immune to it. Naturally. Yeah. It all works out in the it end. It does, yeah. Yeah. Do you think And instead of the darkness drawing out the creatures, it's the rain. Those films are way too similar. (laughs) 
That means the next film's going to be it'll be him stranded on an icy planet, and it'll be the wind. Oh, as the wind blows, great big I know pterodactyls come out. Yeah, I I couldn't find a lot on the fourth film. What's going to happen? But from the sounds of it, hopefully it will follow the first and third films. Yeah, it won't have too much to do with I, the second one. Yeah, but I bet it's going to have everything to do with the second one. It because he's going like to go because he's escaped the planet. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to have to go back and reclaim my kingdom now. I mean, I wouldn't mind if he's he's like dumped back on Furia, and then it's maybe uh, they're not all dead, but they've just like gone feral, and it's him fighting feral. Also, see in the dark, Vin Diesel monsters. <laughs> but they can't see in the dark, they can they? He it's, it was he didn't have it because he's born on that planet. He had it done in one of the prisons. No, that's what he said. But then it's redconned into it's a feature of his alien race. Is it? Apparently. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's, it's not as interesting, re- is it? No, I don't remember that. I, I like the idea that he went through this painful procedure yeah, to make just... himself more predatory. Yeah. And, you know, better survival because Riddick's all about survival isn't he that's, yeah. his, that's his thing he'd, he'd, he'd make a sh- shiv in prison to try and help add just like give him the advantage of surviving and he'd do this difficult operation on himself to yeah. just give him an edge but yeah yeah he's, he's much more of a interesting character in this one than he is as a alien Jesus Messiah yeah. thing or whatever they were going for but yeah uh, Pitch Black it's a pretty good film can't fault it too much also inspiration for a Doctor Who episode which one? The David Tennant Easter one. There's a bus in a desert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is actually, yeah, that is very similar because the, yeah. the aliens come and they eat everything. Yeah. Holy shit, it's like exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, oh they, my they, God. They, <laughs> they do say that it's uh, it's uh, inspiration. They're not just stealing the plot from it. But right. <laughs> so. Yeah. That was Pitch Black. Uh, if you have any thoughts on that film or any of the other Riddick films, or if you know anything about the fourth film, Chris will probably be interested in that. I am. Okay, so you can email us, we could survive that at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at we could survive. Any thoughts or reviews that you want to leave uh, wherever you find us, you can mm-hmm. you can do that. That will be helpful slash fun for me anyway for you <laughs> i don't know it might not be fun for you having to write stuff nobody likes writing i like a little bit of writing uh-huh. when i write my orders down orders for what food oh you write them down well yeah if someone's going out to get takeaway you oh, know like, okay. i only the orders you i say to... <laughs> yeah so i jot down notepad don't i you know i want this and this and this don't I, get me this i want one of everything on the menu <laughs> thank you but um yeah we'll be back next week for another episode of the podcast doing a film i don't know what yet but until then what do people do ah well they can keep on surviving don't get your eyes polished and stay out of jail maybe (laughs) goodbye